So yesterday, today's daf is the final daf in Yuma, daf Peiches. But yesterday we ended off towards the top of Peizayin Amad Beis. And I'm going to back up even further. I want to back up to the beginning of the story that we're discussing. Let's go all the way back to the bottom line on Peizayin Amad Aleph. All right? On 87a, the very bottom line, the last seven words. We're going to begin with the story. And we're discussing Inyani Tshuva and Mechila. And the, the, the discussion that we had that Yom Kippur atones for Beinadam Lamakom. However, Beinadam Lachavero, a person needs to go ahead in addition to clapping al and saying Vidoy to Es Mechila of the person that they hurt. All right? That is the topic that we're in the middle of. And this is a new story. Rav. All right? Bottom line. We all have the place? Yeah? Raise your hand if you don't have the place. Rav Havapasik Sidra. Yeah, very bottom line on 87A. Pezayan Amaral. Here we go. Rav Havapasik Sidra, Kamei the Rebbe. Rav was giving shear in front of Rebbe. So listen to what happened. Oyel Asa Rebbe Chia. Rebbe Chia walked into the shear a couple minutes late. Hodel Reisha. So Rav started again. Oyel Bakapara. Bakapara comes in two minutes afterwards. What happens? Hodel Reisha. Rav starts shear again. Asa Rebbe Shimon Berebbe. Rebbe Shimon Berebbe walks into shear. Hodel Reisha. Rav starts here again three times. He starts again. Yeah, every couple minutes. Oh, the new, the covered the new, the newcomer. You know. Also, Rechim Barachama, the fourth one walks in. Rechim Barachama walks in. Oh, my Rav says, "Kula hain neder All right, Shainganug. <laughs> I'm done restarting. We got to keep going over here. Loi hadar. He didn't go back. Ikpid Rebchina. Rebchina goes very insulted. Okay. Also, Rav legabei tleisar male yomid kipuri for the next thirteen Yom Kippers on erev Yom Kippur. Rav walked over to Rabbi Chanina Barchama, asked him for forgiveness, but he was still insulted. Says the Gemara, what's going on here? First of all, let's discuss how, first of all, why is Rav asking 13 times? And second of all, why, isn't Reb, why is it, can't Rav Chanina chill out? Right? Why can't he calm down? I mean, after all, he's the one who came late to Shir. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you'd say, the Rebbe does need to restart Shir, right? The Gemara, the Rav starts again. Okay. So he says the Gemara, first of all, why would Rav ask 13 times for forgiveness? Anybody who asks forgiveness from his friend, you ask three times. Once you did three times, you did what you got to do and you got to move on in life. A big aside, by the way. A big foundation in how to live with a conscience. And that is at a certain point, you do what you do and you got to move on. Even if you didn't fix up the whole situation, you can't keep rolling in the mud. You're going to have to move on. You ask three times, you move on. So why is Rav asking 13 times? And for the Gemara, the Gemara answers, Rav, shiny. Rav is different. Okay, he went he went above the letter of the law. Okay. So now, Frek the Gemara. Rabbi Hanina, who couldn't be appeased for 13 Yom Kippers. Why can't he? What's, what's he doing? When you forgive other people, do you know who you're helping first and foremost? Yourself. Because Hashem treats us the same way we treat others. David HaMelech tells us, Hashem Tzulcha, God is your shadow. When I make a move, Hashem makes a move. So why isn't Rabbi Hanina forgiving? He's only helping himself to forgive. Says the Gemara, El Rabchina Chalma Chazi Le'Rav. I'll tell you what was bothering Rabbi Hanina. Rabbi had a dream about Rav. There's Kafu B'Dikla, where Rav was hanging from a dekel. He was hanging from a palm tree. Ugemiri and he has a gemiri. He had a tradition, a mesira, that when you see such a thing, 
Reisha have, that person, it's a sign they're going to be looked up to. Hanging from a tree is not a bad sign. It's actually a good sign. Omar, Rechina said, Shema minah boi lemevad reshusa v'loi payas kehichi delezer v'legamer eraisa b'bavl. You hear this? It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. What happened was like this. Rabbi Hanina was actually Rabbah's Rebbe. And when he, the reason why he didn't want to be Mephias Rabbah is so that Rabbah would end up going to Bavel and, and, um, and uh, become the Rashiva there. Because he knew Rabbah's going to be big. And Rebchina was big in Eretz Yisrael. So he says, listen, I might as well make him a little uncomfortable. And uh, so he'll uh, move out of town and he'll go become a Rav elsewhere. He'll become a Rav in Bavel. Okay. Now there's a lot to, if you want to dwell on this, there's a lot to dwell on this uh, as well. The Rishayim get into the, the uh, concept where, um, uh, as well, where everything has its proper time. So th- there was an additional concern of Rabbi Hanina that his own life was in danger. Um, if Rava would become too great too fast, he thought he, if he takes his own spot, then his own life will be shortened. He was trying to make it in the best interest of everybody to work this out. Okay. Be it as it may, the main idea for us is there was why did Rava ask for forgiveness more than three times above the letter of the law? Because he was Rava. Good answer, right? And why did why was being a Mephias? There's a unique reason, but in general, Reb Hanina, of course, would be easily appeased. Okay, Tana one of the rabbis learned, and so should we. We're good. We have the place. Yep. All right. Mitzvah Brand new topic. When do you say vidoy of Yom Kippur? Ashamnu, Bagadnu, Gazalnu, right? When do you say vidoy of Yom Kippur? Says the Brisa, on the evening of Yom Kippur, as it's becoming dark. So, okay, fascinating. There's one time you're supposed to say vidoy on Yom Kippur. How many times do we say it? Let's talk outside for a minute. You know how many times we say vidoy? Not even taking into account the Chazaras Ashnaps. Yeah, not even taking into account the Chazan's repetition. Yeah? Mincha Erev Yom Kippur, Mariv, Shachris, Mincha, Neila. We say it five, you say Vidoy five times? Right? And whenever, and, and whenever the Chazan repeats, even by Mariv, we say Al Chait again, you know? It's fair, we say it over and over and over. This Gemara is going to get into this whole, this whole uh, business over here. So let's start this b'ris again. Tan Rabban, the rabbis learned in Soshwi. Mitzvah vidui every Yom The main mitzvah of vidui is to say it night on the evening of Yom Kippur. Avalam Rucham, the Chum say, listen. You should even say vidui by mincha on erev Yom Kippur. Why? Because shemati tarev daitai b'seuda. Yeah, it is. It's fascinating. Says Rashi at the sudas mafsekes, the last meal before Yom Kippur, people might get stone drunk. They might get drunk. They get overly excited. You got to make sure you eat. And wine very often gave people bigger appetites. So people would drink some wine to whet their appetite even more to make sure they didn't get so hungry, you know, to make sure they could make it through Neila, you know. So therefore, since people would, would uh, drink wine at the Zudas Mavsekes, we were nervous they would get drunk and not say Vidui the first night. So we have, a, so therefore, we say it even Mincha on Erev Yom Kippur. The Afal P. So, and even though, says the Gemara, we're saying it on Mincha on Erev Yom Kippur, still, you should still say it by Marv. Why? 
You know why? Because even though I, I just said a confession at Mincha, many things could go wrong during my meal on Erev Yom Kippur. I could be sitting around my meal and, um, and uh, my wife serves, uh, what's the minute to serve? Kreplich. Yeah? They don't always have it. Oh, your wife makes Kreplich. So I turned to my wife, I say, this is Kreplich. All of a sudden, I need, I need a new vidui. Yeah, I need a new, I need a new confession for Mark. Yeah, there's a, 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 a Yiddish, a, you know, Yiddish guy can kvetch a lot. And therefore, after the, uh, after the mincha, you got to do it again by Mar. Papa Pisha is the Arvis, he's the Shachris. Even though he said it by Mar, he said it again by Shachris. Shachris is the Musaf, Musaf is the Mincha, Mincha is the Bin Ila, which is a very important Yisod. You know what this is? At every minute, and this is the reason why we daven three times a day. Why is my Mincha not the same as my Shachris? I show up at Shachris in the morning, I say, Hashem, please, Rafur Shalema, give me Parnosa. Mincha, a few hours later, Hashem, please, Rafur Shalema, uh, Parnosa, everything, yeah, Shkoyach. Okay, Marav, sometimes it's 10 minutes later. Hashem, please, what are you doing? Yeah, not only is Hashem not answering you, you're annoying. You know what I mean? Like, cut it out. Like, Adka. The answer is no, of course not, because every minute of my life is a new experience, and it's a new request from the Rabbi Shalem. Every tefillah, every time I ask for refuah by shachris, I'm asking for health today. And when I get to mincha, I'm asking for a new hischadshus, uh, a new beginning, a, a new start to one's, uh, to one's needs. And therefore, the same thing is true with one's vidui. A person should never feel settled enough like, oh, I was, I was yitz in my vidui. Do it again, every opportunity one has on Yom Kippur itself. Don't do it every day. But Yom Kippur itself. It's, it's worthwhile doing it over. When does one add vidoy into the tefillah? So an individual adds in vidoy after he finishes the whole Shemona Esrei, which is what we do. If you open up a machzer of Yom Kippur, the whole Shemona Esrei, and then right before the last paragraph, we say all the vidoys. Okay? And the, in the Chazan's repetition, it's done in the middle of the Shemona Esrei. Okay. Now, what the Gemara is going to do is actually establish the structure of Vidui. The way that we know it. Okay? Not the Alchets, but there's some beautiful paragraphs, which I personally find very moving. Very meaningful paragraphs that we say in the, in the Vidui. And the Gemara here is going to get into the build of Vidui. What should a Yid say? What should a Jew say when we're confessing? So here we go. My Omar, what do we say? Omar Rav. Rav says, you know what you say? The words of and the paragraph of Know the secrets and the most hidden most things of all of a person's emotions. Nothing is hidden from in front of you. Shmuel Omar Shmuel says, You say a tefillah from the depths of the heart. You say the psukim in the Torah, discussing vidui. It was composed even before the song. What's our life? Yeah, I'm just saying outside the, the Gemara itself is not listening, but that that paragraph. Review to says, 
we should say that our Averis are too many to count, and our inadvertent sins, are beyond counting. Rav Amnuna, Amr Rav Amnuna adds another thing that should be said, and he says, Alaikai, right? Some of us are familiar with this paragraph, very moving paragraph. I don't even know why you made me in the first place. Who am I to even have been made as a soul? What a merit that Hashem loves me so much. I didn't even need to exist as a soul in Shammai. I wasn't Zoyche. And now that you've put me down here in this world, it's as if I've never been made. Right? In other words, I haven't performed well enough. I am dust in my life. How much more so after I pass on and lose the opportunity of life? I'm here. I'm, I'm ashamed for not having lived up to your expectations. Right? In our we say, We shouldn't sin again. And this, that you sin before us, please heal us, but not through tremendous suffering. Please figure out other ways to give us a cleansing. This that we said about um, this uh, this tefillah of Alekai Adshalay Netzarti Enikedai was what Rava would say whenever he would say a vidui on an avera, he would add in the Alekai, this paragraph. However, Rav Amnuna kept this paragraph special for Yom Kippur. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because how do you how do you do tshuva? How do you do tshuva? A formal confession, yeah. They said this um, only when they have not yet said, but we sinned. But a person says, you don't have to add in any more tefillahs. In other words, once you say these words, you are yotze. You are yotze. In other words, there's like, a, there's like what needs to be said and then the, the emotional part that you can add afterwards. Okay? Which is... Worthwhile, but you don't need. Tabar bar hamadure hamdude have a kaimna kamei the shmuel. I was standing in front of shmuel. Have a yosef, and he was sitting. Shmuel was sitting. We come up to shnicha the tzibura. Va omar avalanachnu chatanu. As soon as the shiach tzibur said avalanachnu, va beseinu chatanu. Yeah, come make him. Shmuel got up to leave. In other words, he was done. He said, "All right, I was yotzei. Time to go learn Torah." Omar shmamina ikravidoi haihu. You learn that this is the ikravidoi. This is the main part of Vidui, which is the Alchets, right? The, the, the fact that I'm mentioning that I sinned. Okay. It's not awesome. We learned in the Mishnah elsewhere. There's three times during the year. The Kahanim go up to Duchen. There's three times a year where the Kahanim would Duchen four times a day. The same way, like in Eretz Yisrael, in Yom Kippur, every Chazar, every Chazan's repetition, Shachris, Mosef, Mincha, Nila, the Kahanim go up and Duchen, whenever there was a public fast, a Tainus Tzibor, they would have an, and, and this was like if there was no rain, and they had to add a Tainus in, so they would also say Neila, and the Kahanim would Duchen. And they would, uh, there were three, three other main times besides Yom Kippur. My Ne'ilah Sharam, what does Ne'ilah Sharam mean? Where does this word Ne'ilah even come from? What does Ne'ilah mean? Okay, basic question. 
Rav Omar, huh? Sorry. What are the mamadais? Huh? So this was in the base Hamikdash when the Kahanim would work. The halacha was whenever a carbon needed to be brought, the owner of the carbon needed to be standing there. And therefore, whenever the carbon atomid was brought daily, since it was brought on behalf of Klai Yisrael, we always made sure there were Yisraelim who were maimed inside, uh, inside that room. Okay? And, um, and uh, they, they would call the other members of the uh, cities that the representatives would come from, they would have fast days. And when they would have this fast day, they would have... Okay. Mind you, Yisrael, what is, what is this Ne'ilah? Rav Amar Rav says, Tzalusa Yisei Rasa. Okay? Nila Sharim just means an extra tefillah, an extra prayer. That's what you all know what Nila is, it's extra dab. Shmuel Amr Shmuel says, Ma'anu Mechayenu. It's Ma'anu Mechayenu. It's these words, Ma'anu Mechayenu, that um, these are said by Nila Sharim. However, he held this was not said by a regular Shmoyna Esrei, only by Nila Sharim. Mesve, they asked a challenging question. Are Yamakipur Mispal Shabbat Musvad? Yom Kippur night, you say a Shmon essay with seven brachas with a vidui. B'shachem is Baal Sheva Umasvada. In the morning, you say seven brachas with a vidui. B'mosef is Baal Sheva Umasvada. And Mosef is seven brachas with a vidui. B'mincham is Baal Sheva Umasvada. Mincha, seven brachas with a vidui. B'nilam is Baal Sheva Umasvada. Nilam is seven brachas with a vidui. B'chaisim bevidui. And you end a bracha as well by saying a vidui. In Ni'ila. Okay? Meaning. You would end off the bracha with vidoy, asking HaKadosh Baruch Hu for forgiveness. Divrei Rabbi Meir, this is the opinion of Rabbi Meir. V'chamer, v'chamer, say, mispal sheva, v'mratza lachten bevidoy chaisim. And if you want to end with vidoy, then gezunta hate, you're able to do so, but you're not obligated to do so. Tiyuvta de Shmuel, tiyuvta, this is an upslug on Shmuel, who says that, ne, that by Ne'ila you have a seven bracha shmein essay, because according to him, it would have to be an eight bracha shmein essay because it was a totally separate bracha of ending off with Hakadosh Baruch Hu slicha, and that we don't have, right? We know that in the shmein essay, every shmein essay starts with the first three brachas of praise. There's one middle bracha, the Kadesh Yisrael v'yam Kippurim, and then the last three of thanks, peace, right, and shal v'sachezena v'sachezena inenu. And, and what was the middle one? So, according to Shmuel, it was obligatory to add an Eila, an eighth bracha, but it's not possible because this price is seven. Okay. Story. Ula bar Rav Nachas Kamei Ula the son of Rav. Nachas Kamei He went down and he was the Baltfila, right? He was the Chazan in front of Rav. I shouldn't say he was the Chazan. He was the Baltfila, Lachora. There's a difference between a Chazan and a Baltfila. What's the difference between a Chazan? And about Tfila Shliach Tzibur. So a chazan, a chazan lives on an island. All right? Why do you get up there at the Bima? Because you want to be up there at the Bima. That's a chazan. Sometimes a chazan's hired. The congregation wants him there. The role of every chazan ultimately is to be a Shliach Tzibur. A messenger of the congregation. If the congregation wants you up there, oh, get up there and do it. If the congregation does not want you up there and you go up there and do it, you're not a Shliach Tzibur. It's Tircha, yeah. You're a, you're, you're a Tircha de Tzibur instead of a Shliach Tzibur. Very good. Okay. Ula Barab Nachas Kamei the Rav. Ula, the son of Rav, went down to be the Baltvila, the, the Shliach Tzibur, son of Rav. Posach Vatachan Be'ata Bechartonu. He began the bracha of Ata Bechartonu. All right? As we know, this is the, after Hamelech HaKadosh, 
We say, Atav Echartanu, Isiyam, Bema'anu Mechayinu Veshavche. You hear this? He put in the words, Ma'anu Mechayinu, into the bracha, the middle seventh bracha. He built in the confession to the middle seventh bracha, and Rav was very happy about that. Even that was because it was the Chazan's Shmaina Esrei in the repetition, but an individual says it during his silent Shmaina Esrei. Um, uh, after his silent Shmaina Esrei. Amar um, Rav. Rav says, Tfilas Neila Peteres Es Shel Arvis. All right, nobody get too excited here. You ready? Don't, 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 don't start running. You hear this? What's his statement? Once you dive in the Ela, you don't need a dive in Marv. <laughs> so what happens? Your Baba Moshe blows the shoifer. You finish Kaddish. What's everybody going to do? Bounce out. Yeah, with Dunskis. We just dive in the Ela. That's what it seems from Rav. But hold your horses. Hold on. But Rav says, Because you just did a nighttime Shmona Esra. You don't need a dive in Marv afterwards. Says the Gemara, Rav Lutamei. Rav is consistent with his own reasoning. We're now going to go back into Mesech's brachas for a little bit. Diyomar Rav says, There's a big machlokas about Marav itself. Is Marav an obligatory davening or is Marav a voluntary davening? And um, Rav says that Neila is an extra Shmaina Esrei. And once you daven Neila, you don't have to do anymore because we're going to find uh, one second. Let's say we're going to challenge this from Brachas. One second. Can Rab say that once you daven you don't need to have a marav? Rab. Rab says in Brachas, Allah is like the one who holds that marav is a rishus, and therefore either way you don't need a daven marav. Why is he saying, oh, if you daven ilu, you don't need to have a marav? According to him, you don't need to have a marav at all. Rab saying, even if you hold that there's an obligation to daven shman esrei at night, you did it because you just daven marav. Okay. Now keep in mind. In order to say this, this is all with an assumption that Neila is done after nightfall. Right? That's what you have to say. Neila was done in nighttime, so then you don't, you're not going to have Davamar. Let's go. May say that's a challenging question. Or Yom Kippur On Yom Kippur night, you daven seven blessings with a vidui. Sheva Shachris, Sheva Musvada. Yom Kippur morning, what do you daven? Seven brachas with a vidui. Musav, Sheva Musvada. Muslim, seven brachas with a vidui. Bene'ila, mispal sheva musvada. Seven brachas with a vidui. Arvis, mispal sheva me'in shmane esrei. The mariv after Yom Kippur, you daven sheva me'in shmane esrei. Okay? What does it mean, sheva me'in shmane esrei? There's a special shmane esrei, a shortened, abridged version of Havinenu. Bechino ben gamlion, mishum avaisa, mispal shmane esrei shleimus. You should daven complete shmane esrei as we now turn to the top of today's daf. Because Havinenu does not include Havdalah. Let's explain for a moment what this is. Again, this is going back to tractate brachas. Going back to Masechus brachas. In Masechus brachas, we learned that if somebody is in very short on time or a matzav of sakana, in danger, let's say you're on the side of a road, you're scared of bandits, and it's time to pray. You got to daven shachras. The time's about to pass. There's a short, the, the Gemara brachas gives a bracha that you can say it's kind of an abridged 18 blessings all smushed together. Okay, kind of like Al um, combines the first three brachos of Brichas Hamazon. There's a there's a bracha called Havinenu that you're allowed to say when a person's in danger, and you could still fulfill your Shmona Esrei with like this abridged Shmona Esrei. Now, 
says the Gemara, you can't say in a bridge one essay if you ever have extra additions that need to put in, that, that, need, that need to go in, because additions don't fit into a Havinenu. And therefore, since after Yom Kippur, there's an addition of, uh, of um, Havdallah, that we say in, in uh, that bracha. Therefore, you're not allowed to say the abridged Muna Esrei on Matzei Yom Kippur. Now, according to this, what do you see from here? If you're not allowed to daven in abridged Muna Esrei, what, rather, what are we going to assume? You have to do a full Shmona Esrei. But I thought Rob just said you don't need a daven Shmona Esrei. Right? I thought you don't need a daven Shmona Esrei. Why is he being machmir? I didn't need to do it in the first place. Why is he being stringent? Great question. Answer the Gemara. Really, this whole discussion about whether Neila can serve for as Mariv as well. Tanoihi is a machlokas tanoim. The Tanoi learned in a brisa. Here we go. We're now going to go. This is going to lead us a little bit off of Neila, but we're going we're to come back. Kol chayvei Every person who's obligated to take a dip in the mikveh. You're allowed, even though on Yom Kippur you're not supposed to wash oneself, you're allowed, if you're obligated to go to the mikveh at that time, uh, one would be permitted to go to the mikveh uh, even on Yom Kippur. Okay? Why? Because apparently it's only forbidden to wash oneself and wash one's body when it's not a mitzvah. But if I have a mitzvah to wash my body, to go to the mikveh, it would be permitted to do so. And therefore, Nida, a woman who's a Nida, Leoledes, a woman who gave birth and she's finishing off her days of impurity, Tovlos Kedar they're permitted to go to the mikvah uh, the regular way on the night of Yom Kippur. Balkari, Tovah Vaholech Mincha. A Balkari is allowed to be Tovah Vaholech until Mincha. Rabbi Yossi Yomar, Rabbi Yossi says, you can go to the mikvah the entire day. Okay, now we don't know what this has to do with us yet. Okay, let's all keep that in mind. All, what we just did is quote a brisa which states, let's try to hold halt cup here, yeah, hold our minds. We just quoted a brisa that says, when a person is obligated to dip, you're allowed to do that even on Yom Kippur. Now, says the Gemara, Viram Minhu, we'll ask a contradiction. Hazava, Hazava, Hametzayrev, Hametzayrev, so by all need, Utami Meis, Tavon Kedar Yom Kippurim, Rabbi Yaisi argues about the, the permissiveness of going to the mikvah, and he says, From mincha and onwards and afterwards, one is not permitted to go to the mikvah. So, asks the Gemara, one second. Before Rabbi Yaisi says, you're allowed to go to the mikvah. Over here he says, you're not allowed to go to the mikvah. Contradiction in Rabbi Yaisi. How are we going to answer this contradiction? We don't yet know what the Gemara has to do with our Gemara yet. Okay, just, again, let's keep this in mind. Like Kasha, Maybe, where do we say that once you're after Mincha, you're not allowed to go to the Mikvah anymore? That's when you davened Ne'ilah. Okay? So, what, here's what happened. Listen to this. A guy davens Shachris, Musuf, Mincha, and Ne'ilah. And then what happens? He becomes a Balkari. Excellent. Excellent. 
The only way to say this is that Gavaldik. Yeah, give, give, give him the prize, right? So he had a, a seminal emission after Neila, but it's obviously still not nightfall yet, okay? So, um, and the price where, where Rabbi Yaisi says that you're not allowed to, that's talking about where he did not yet daven Neila. So here's what happened. The guy had a, he daven Shachris, Musuf, Mincha, he has a seminal emission, there, then we say, go to the mikvah before Ne'ilah, okay? And now you could dive in Ne'ilah. We want to allow him to be able to recite Ne'ilah. That's how we're wiggling out. Says the Gemara, one second. Eat the tzali. If he already dive in Ne'ilah, my What is the reason for the Rabbanon who say you can go to the mikvah at any time of the day? Why are you allowing him to go to the mikvah any time of day? Why don't we just say, the guy already dive in Ne'ilah. What's the whole point? Listen here. Let's focus for a minute. What's the whole point of allowing this guy to dip? Only so that he could daven. Right? Back then, if they became a Balkari, they wouldn't pray. They would they go to the mikvah, then they would pray. One second. He daven chakras, he daven musaf, he daven mincha, he daven ne'ilah. And now we're going to allow him to go to the mikvah so that he could do what? Daven ne'ilah? He daven ne'ilah. So we're going to allow him to go to the mikvah so he could do what? Daven marv? Go to so the Wait. Wait till night time. Why are we allowing him to, to, to go to the mikvah? Says the Gemara, Kasavi Rabbanon, Tfila Bismana Mitzvah. The Rabbanon hold, Tfila in its time is a mitzvah. Okay? And therefore, a person should not remain in a state of Tumma. As soon as a person has the opportunity to go to the mikvah, he, has, he, should, he needs to go to the mikvah. Okay? And therefore, the earliest time for a Balkari to go is before nightfall. So we tell him to go before nightfall. All right. Says the Gemara, Michlal, we can infer the Rabbi Yaisi suffered a lot of mitzvah. Rabbi Yaisi must hold that to go to the mikvah at its appointed time is not a mitzvah. Atani, we learned in the Rabbi Fascinating case. The guy, a person has God's name written on his skin. He got big trouble. You know why? You're not allowed to erase God's name. So what are you going to do? You want to eat bread? Can't wash your hands. You're erasing God's name. You want to go to the bathroom? Can't go to the bathroom. You can't bring God's name into the bathroom. You got you to you sit, you sit and keep your hand outside the bathroom. All right? So what do you do? So, Harisha Yashem Kosov Abzari. First, has Hashem's name written on his skin. You can't wash your body. You can't, you can't smear oil on, on your body. You can't stand in a place of filth. And even if you're obligated to go to the mikvah, you hit us, you got you to gotta wrap a, a grass around wherever Hashem's name is written on your hand, and you go down into the mikvah. Okay. Rabbi Yaisiyaymer, Yair V'tayvah Kedarka. You can go down normally. If you go to the mikvah with Hashem's name on your hand, you know what? It might come off, but it's not, it's not your responsibility. You have a mitzvah to go to the mikvah, and as long as you don't scrub your hands and scrub Hashem's name off, you're okay. If the water does it by itself, that's not called you erasing Hashem's name. And we say that they're really the machlokah says tilu bezvan mitzvah. Why? Because like this, if there's no obligation to go to mikvah in a set time, so why would a person ever be allowed to go to the mikvah with Hashem's name? You know what you should do? Just wait. Skin naturally erases, right? The person, there's oils that come out of the hand, so it's going to happen by itself. If tvila bezmana is not a mitzvah. So tell the guy, don't even go to the mikvah. Wait however long it takes. 
you know, that where, where your, your skin naturally removes Hashem's name, and then go. Why are we telling him, go to the mikvah, wrap a reed around your finger? Why are we doing all this? So Gemara says, I hear Rabbi Yisrael, Rabbi Yudi, the time we learned to Rabbi Yisrael, Rabbi Yudi, Rabbi Yudi, Rabbi Yudi says, Dayel etfila shetehei ve'acharayna. Okay? That it is enough that, um, tfi, that the, the tvila is done even at, uh, even at the latest possible time. It doesn't need to be done at the earliest time. So basically it's machlaikas about how this works. Okay. Tan Rabban, the rabbis learned, and so shall we. Haraya karib yamik purim versin. This is going to be the last sugya. All right? So here we go. This Tan Rabban until the end. This is the, the, um, the last topic. And here's what we're going to talk. You ready for this? A guy is davening on Yom Kippur and he feels a seminal emission. Or he goes home to take a nap. He has an involuntary emission. Or he looks inside the bathroom. He looks inside uh, the urinal, the toilet. He sees that, that by mistake, he had an emission on Yom Kippur. Listen to this. Fascinating Gemara. Tanu Rabbanon. The rabbis learned, and that's why they're rabbis. Let's go. Haraya Karib Yamikipurim. One who has a carry on Yom Kippur. Yoreid Vitova. You should go to the mikvah. Ula Erev Yeshafshef. Okay? And at night, he should. Yeshafshef really means to scrub oneself to make sure there's no chatzitza, to make sure there's no separation. Okay? Now, Anu, Frecht Michael, what do you say? What's the question? Excellent! Frecht Gemara, La'erev, one second, you went to the mikvah and then you're cleaning yourself. What does it help after Yom Kippur to scrub to make sure there was no chatzitza? Either when you went to the mikvah you didn't have one or you did. What's the point? Ela'im, rather say, Miba Erev Yeshafshef. Kosovar Mitzvah Yeshafshef. Rather, what it means is that when you go to the mikvah, you have to make sure that you didn't have a chatzitza on your body. Okay, very good. Tani Tana Kameidu Rav Nachman. The Tana taught us in front of Rav Nachman. You hit it. A person has an involuntary emission. You know what it's a sign of on Yom Kippur? That you've been completely forgiven. Says the Gemara, what? Vahatanya. But we learned in a brisa, Avainais of Sidurim. Your Avainas are arranged and you're in big fat trouble. Yeah? Now Rashi explains why would a, an emission on Yom Kippur be a good sign? Because a seminal emission creates future generations. It's a symbol of, of, of continuity. And therefore, you'll have a long life. If you see a seminal emission, again, again, so Hashem's giving you a sign, you can have a long life. Says the Gemara, but I have a nice of Sidurim. It seems that your Avainas is going to be in order. No, my Sidurim is really Machel. Hashem's arranging your sins to, 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 you know, to line up the ducks to get them out of the way. Not, it's, but it's not a bad thing. Yeah? So, according to the price of Tanah Vandar of Nachman, a person who has an emission of Kippur, it's a Simon It's a good sign. Tani, a Tanah Debe Rabbi Shmol, they learned in the Bishmadrish of Rabbi Shmol, Haraya Karib Yamekipurim. That a person who has an emission on Yom Kippur, Yidag Kola Shana Kula. You got to be concerned the entire year. You got to be concerned. Okay? Why do you got to be concerned? So let's talk about this for a Let's finish the statement. I'll explain. Then also, Laishan, and if you live that year, Muftach Hava, you're guaranteed to be a Ben Ailam Hava. Let's talk for a minute. We have a, we have a couple minutes. First, we said a seminal emission is a good thing. Now we're saying, 
it's a bad thing. And if a person has seen the mission on Kippur, <coughs> should be very, very nervous. Why? What? Could be. Why should you be nervous though? Zok the Rishayim. The Rishayim explained because what is the avoda of Yom Kippur? The avoda, the service of Yom Kippur is inoy. I'm supposed to be afflicted. And while the whole world has been afflicted by not eating, by not drinking, by not having marital relations, by not having emissions, and I had an emission, so therefore I need to be concerned that entire year because I lacked inoy. I lacked Enoi, and perhaps I didn't get a proper atonement. Because there's five ways I need to afflict myself to get a full atonement. And therefore, i got to be worried the whole year that my atonement never came because I never had a full affliction. However, if I live out that year, what is that a sign of? That I must be fantastic. Because not only was I, did I not have Enoi, I was still fine. That means I got enough mitzvahs in the bank deposited that, oh, Gavaldic, I was, you know, good. So after that year, you take a chill. Alts is good. Okay. Amrav Nachmar Yitzchak, Rav Nachmar Yitzchak says, Teda, you should know this is true. Shakola olam kulo This is very, he says, this is, this is very logical, the same way we explain. The whole world is starving, meaning afflicted, and he's the only one who wasn't afflicted. And that's why a person should be concerned he also, Ravdimi Yomar, Ravdimi came to Babel. He says, Mapish Chayai Sagi U Maski. He says that such a person will live a long life and he will have many children and many, many grandchildren uh, from the simon of the seminal emission. Hadron Allah and he lives out that year. Hadron Allah Yemek Yipurim, Musliklam Mesechas Yuma. Hadron Allah Yemek Yipurim, Musliklam Mesechas Yuma. Hadron Allah Yemek Yipurim, Musliklam Mesechas Yuma. Mazel Tov to everybody who. Finish the Masechta with us. Gavaldika, unbelievable uh, 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 mamish. What an accomplishment. Beautiful, beautiful accomplishment for everybody who did every daf and everybody who didn't do every daf but still hung on there and is learning the last daf of the... That's also a very difficult thing to do. To miss, a, miss some daf and, and still hang in there and keep going is also a fantastic uh, accomplishment. We'll hold it here for today. And Be'ezshem tomorrow, Erev Shabbos. Uh, 12.15, we will pick up with Daf Bays in Mesecha Sukkah. All right, Kavaldik, have a wonderful evening, everybody. A good nerve shot. What's the tune you use on Yom Kippur? What's the two what? The tune. What's the tune? Yeah. For Shacharis, Musaf. No. Uh, Which part? Kol Nidre? Yeah, Kol Nidre. Oh, a song? It's like a song? It's the tune that you can sing to... You t- you're talking about the nusuch or the tune? Uh, nusuch means like... like the, it goes... That's one of the nusuch. And then there's Hamelech. Amen. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, the one that is from. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, where's my book? Maybe if you call 15, you're going to be here. You're going to be here. Maybe it's in your book. Oh, I'll probably be here. Because I'm middle.